Hello, everyone. Welcome back, and thank you for joining us on the Live Unreal with Glover U podcast, where every week Jeff Glover and his coaches dive deep into questions that you are asking. They understand the challenges you're facing on a day to day basis and still work every day on the front lines of real estate, with Jeff and his team closing over 1,000 homes per year. In today's episode, Jeff is joined by Nick Belmore to reveal some secrets to getting more offers accepted and converting more buyers. Now, let's hear from Jeff and Nick. All right, all right, all right. Welcome, everybody. We're here for a great final session. We saved the best for last, Nick, yeah. the best for last. And that is we're talking buyer strategies, getting more buyers offer accepted and converting more buyers. We have done now seven. This is our seventh uh, spring slash summer webinar uh, as we do every spring summer uh, webinar series. And they're all relevant topics to what you guys are experiencing and facing in today's market. And we know that because we're in it with you. So thank you for joining us for all of these. If you've made all seven, actually, I want to know in the chat, if you've made all seven, I want to see where my seven, my seven time repeat webinar returners at, where, where are you guys at? And by the way, when you're commenting today, change your, your chat setting to, instead of hosts and panelists, change that to everyone. So everyone can see what you're saying. And while you're at it, I want to know. By the way, you can catch all the other seven. If you're not one of the ones that, that were here for all seven, gloveryou.com forward slash webinar. They're going to all live there for at least until the next time we do a webinar. So you've got some time to go back and watch them. While you're chiming in, I want to know where everyone is joining us from. So make sure you drop in the chat where you're joining us from today. We love seeing everyone from around the U.S. and Canada. And of course, um, if it's your first time, let us know that it's your first time. Tammy, Trevor City, we're going to see you next week. No reason not to come. You know, we got some people that are saying, Nick, well, you know, flights are a little expensive right now or room rates are a little up. Actually, the room rates, there's actually rooms available. We, there, was yeah. a, there was a little small block that opened up. Anyways, great to see everyone from all over Hawaii in the house. I love it. Thank you for joining us. I know it's a little early in the morning there. Rhode Island in the house, Austin, Texas. Love it, love it. Our Canadian friends are always joining us as well. And again, make sure you're changing your chat to everyone so everyone can see your messages. Kim, again, no reason not to see you next week. Can't wait, Kim. Okay, Matt, there we go. Traverse City, I love it. Traverse City in the house. If you want to catch the other webinars and you missed one or you missed a few of them, you just go to gloveryou.com forward slash webinar. The same place you went to to register for this one. They're all in there. It'll say, watch the replay. Watch the replay. They'll be there. It takes a few days uh, for them to update those. So, for instance, last week's might not be on there yet, but we at least one of them will be up there because we've been doing two a week for the last four four weeks or three and a half weeks, I guess. All right. All the way from L.A. coming to Traverse City. I love it. I love it. We won't let you down. I promise it'll be worth it while I'm while I'm at it. For anyone that's wondering what's this Traverse City thing, you've probably uh, you know heard by now. We do an event there every summer. Anyways, it's next week. And I, I did get a note from the hotel that they did open up more rooms for us in the room block. So if you go to gloveryou.com forward slash retreat, the reason why I'm saying this is because I saw people in the Facebook group, the Glover U Inner Circle Facebook group saying, I need a room, I need a room, I need a room. They opened up some more rooms. So gloveryou.com forward slash retreat. If you want to go grab one of those rooms before they're gone, it's $249 a night is our room rate. It's, it's ridiculously cheap. Also, we had somebody, we have people still buying flights. I had two people today that bought flights from different parts of the country. And so flights are still under three, $400 for most cities. So again, if you have no idea what we're talking about, 
That's GloverU.com forward slash retreat. Okay. Everyone should have their workbook printed. Hey. So get that printed now if you could. They just dropped that in the chat. So go ahead and get your workbook printed because there's a couple things in here that I want to point out. And there's a ton of free resources in here. I don't have time to go through all of them, but there's a couple that I do want to point out. So if you would get your workbook printed and open up to the, let's see, I guess it would be page four. Yes, page four in your workbooks. It looks like this. These are all of our free resources that we're gifting to you today. But there's two of them that um, I want to point out because they are what I'm told the most valuable resources that people are seeing the most, um, at least having the most enjoyment from or getting the most use out of. And that one of them would be our daily text message. So if you're currently receiving our daily text message, do me a favor, throw down in the chat if that's been valuable to you. That's something you want us to continue to do. Um, the daily text message, we're considering turning that into either an email or maybe even a way that you can get that through an app. But regardless, right now, it's a daily text message. And if you're getting value from those, let me see if you've been getting them. Uh, that's Monday through Friday, a daily message that I write specifically to what it takes to succeed in the business. And it's always specific to what's going on in the market at the time. So good. You guys are getting those. Great to see. Okay. So if you want to subscribe to those and you have no idea what I'm talking about, it's super simple. There we go, Monique. You signed up already. Great. Thank you, Karen. Um, yeah, no, a lot of people use the daily text message and they turn them into like training topics. If they're leading teams or whatever, they end up training their team on stuff like that. But you're right. You could take them and, and, and or if we send it out to you in email, you can keep them all in one folder. I like that idea. So here's how you subscribe if you have no idea. Um, what we're what we're talking about? Open up your text messages right now. The phone number is five five four 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 five five four four four. So two fives, three fours, and you're texting the word morning to five five four four four. Text the word morning to five five four four four. That's how you get signed up for that. It's right there in the chat. That's the daily text message. It's Monday through Friday. It's free. Take advantage. It's inspirational. It's motivational. It's information. Mm -hmm. The second resource that I'm told is a popular one, or at least people get a lot of value from, and that's our Unreal Life magazine. That's our Unreal Life magazine. So I am gifting all of you, while it's still available for free, I'm gifting all of you a subscription to that. It's 80, 90 pages of real estate sales content. I mean, we take stuff from our, you know, this, for instance, this edition had Jay Bear. He was one of our keynotes. We'll take keynote talks and we'll turn them into action items and there's a lot of good stuff in here that you guys could get some value from. I'm going to gift you. Uh, the next edition is on me. You join the Glover U Inner Circle to get that. So if you're familiar with the Glover U Inner Circle Facebook group, join that way. Or if you're already in the Inner Circle, but you don't get the magazine, just go to GloverU.com uh, forward slash M-A-G. That's GloverU.com forward slash mag. That's how you get signed up for the next one. I can't promise you how long they'll be free, but at least get the next one for free on me while they are available and we're gifting that to you. Okay, so got some free stuff out of the way. Take advantage of all these free resources. Again, they're printed in your workbook. If you wanna get your workbook printed, go ahead and do so. Okay, now go ahead and turn to the first clean sheet of paper in your workbook, because I'm about to hand it over to Nick here in just a second. The last thing I wanna say for my first timers before I hand the mic over to Nick is, GloverU is a broker agnostic training and coaching organization for agents and leaders all across the U.S. and Canada. We now have clients in essentially all 50 states. We have people that come to all of our events from all over the U.S. and Canada. Of course, several provinces 
are always represented at our events as well. And I think what people appreciate most about us is that we're in the trenches with you. We're not coaching from a textbook. We're not coaching from a manual. We're coaching from experience. Uh, by the way, speaking of experience, this May was my 21st year in the business. And I'm still on the ground personally listing and selling between six and 10 homes per month. Our team here in Detroit does just around a thousand transactions a year. And oh, by the way, that's with 35, 37 agents. So I'm sharing that with you not to brag. I'm sharing that with you because that's the difference. I know you have a lot of choices today. There's a lot of great people out there that you could follow and pay attention to, and I'm sure they're good. The difference is, is no other real estate coach in North America is selling as much real estate as I am. And because of that, I'm able to get content and ideas and strategies to you faster because I know what the clients want. I know what buyers want. I know what sellers want. And so thank you for joining us on this free webinar. I hope at some point in time you decide it makes sense to get involved with us at a deeper level. And it's a decision you won't regret. I can promise you that. So let's transition over to my friend, Nick Belmore, who Nick, you guys should know, he was actually the first buyer's agent ever at JGA. I mean, we didn't even have buyer's agents back then. He was the first buyer's agent ever on our team back in 2000. And when was that, Nick? 2008, I think. 2007, as they were putting the carpet yeah, into the Plymouth office. And you've been doing this. How long, Nick, have you been in the business? This is my 23rd year. Uh, thankfully, I'm a little older than you, so I got in a little quicker. But yeah, 23 years coming up here in September and yep. never regret. One of the greatest decisions I ever made was to come to work in this industry. Awesome. Well, that's thank you for that. Uh, I'm glad you're in the industry. Glad you're with us. I think you've learned a lot through your journey of, of you know, becoming a top buyer's agent. By the way, Nick was selling 60, 75 homes before it was cool to sell 60, 75 homes a year as a buyer's agent. Uh, so not only has he mastered the buyer's agent side of it, he's mastered the listing agent side of it. He now runs a successful team uh, in, in the Western part of Michigan in Grand Rapids, Michigan. And he is our buyer's coach. He is our, our buyer agent master. Uh, he leads our buyer business accelerator program and also joins me regularly for webinars and talks about how to succeed have more success with buyers and how to succeed as a buyer's agent. So Nick, take it away. Absolutely, Jeff, thank you so much for that great introduction. And let me say this, it's super important. Absolutely, taking these techniques is a big change for me because just like you said, yes, I did start out 60, 70 deals a year. And I will say this, 95% of those were buyer deals. And one of the things that was definitely missing at that stage in my career, and it really started to make a change when we met was the work-life balance and the efficiency that goes along with it. Because it's one thing to sell 60 buyers. It's another thing to sell 60 buyers and maintain your life and your lifestyle. And that is a giant thing that Glover U was able to help me with and help me create that balance and really help me live my unreal life by being able to still maintain production and be in the position where I still control and own my time. So big important piece of it is to take some of these techniques that we're gonna talk about today because they're the same techniques that I used to grow the business while still having good control in my time. So before I start diving right into our content, there's a couple of stats that I wanna go over. And if you have been in the Buyer Business Accelerator class this year, you may have heard these before. If not, these might be a little bit new to you guys, but they come directly from the National Association of Realtors. And I went through the report and I picked a couple of stats 
that directly affect us as agents today. So I'm just going to read four of them to get started for you guys today. And I'm going to tell you the first one, I think, is one of the most important ones. According to the National Association of Realtors and the survey they've done, 86% of buyers out there find us to be a useful resource in their purchase. Now, why do I bring that up? Because it's super important now because I'm talking to agents all the time. I'm talking to them every day and I hear it's getting harder and I, I'm hearing more and more about what they got to go through to maintain that business and service those buyers. But I want us to keep in mind that 86% are still finding a lot of value in what we do. So I want you guys out there as agents, and especially as buyer's agents, to keep that in the forefront of your mind. Not only are people seeing value in what we do, but the majority of seeing are seeing value in there. Now, here's my next one, especially as we start to move this conversation a little bit more towards the lead follow-up world. 67% of buyers, according to the National Association of Realtors, 67% only interviewed one agent. Think about that. Think of how important that is to those of us that might not be where we need to be in the lead follow-up world. And we're going to talk a teeny bit about that as we move forward. But 67% only interviewed one agent. So when we get into things like speed to lead, when we get into things like the three by three by three lead follow-up or our three by three by three plus, this is the reason why Jeff developed these systems, because at this stage, the more we put our effort into being that person that they interview, being in contact with those buyers, the higher our conversion rate is going to be at that stage for buyers working with us. Here's another one, and Jeff started talking about this several years ago, and it was really important. That's why I want to go ahead and reiterate it. And obviously, we know Jeff talks a lot about database and how we get our business from there. 89% of buyers surveyed would use their agent again. Think about that. 89% of the buyers surveyed would absolutely use us again. And that's why it's so important that we make sure that we are following up and that our database knows who we are. So I do think that's an important piece of it. And my final stat that I want to talk about before we start diving in, 88%, according to the National Association of Realtors, saw their home as a good future investment. So as we start to hear things about crashes and we start to hear about interest rates, please understand that the public still sees their home as a great investment. And we should take a little stock in that as agents. It shows you how much value they still see in the product that we help sell and we get them into. So just a little bit to touch on before we dive in. So as I'm having these conversations on a regular basis, every day with agents, one of the things that I'm hearing about is, hey, Nick, you know what? I would love to have more lead conversion. I want to get these homes under contract faster. And what's the biggest problem? And you know what they tell me? I don't have enough serious qualified buyers. And the reality is this, to get enough serious qualified buyers a lot of that starts to come into the basics of our schedule. And as agents, what are we doing on a regular basis to push our buyer business forward? So I want to talk to you guys about five steps that should be in our schedule on a regular basis that are going to help us get in front of more buyers, convert more buyers, but more importantly, when we're out there, when we're in the field, when we're ready to write those offers, we're going to be working with the most qualified buyers 
so that we have the best opportunity in order to get our offers accepted. Okay, as we jump into this, because I know our time is a little bit short, I wanna dive right into some of the most important parts of the schedule. Number one, as we dive in, and keep in mind for you buyers agents out there, just really quick, because this is something I hear all the time. Nick, I've got this going on. I'm dropping off the kids, or you know, I volunteer in the morning, or you know, I've got this other responsibility. I'm not able to really go ahead and just dive in at 7:30 or 8 a.m. and start to get into the schedule. That's okay. I'll tell you this, as long as we do these activities, you are gonna have more opportunities and you are gonna see more buyers in your pipeline. So when does this start? Whenever it works in your schedule, in the beginning. Now, if you're gonna to say to me, hey, Nick, I'm interested in the most efficiency, then absolutely get up early and get started right out of the gate. What do we know? We know calling in the morning is more effective. Why? Because you're able to catch more people before work or in that scheduled routine. So if you can't do that, doesn't mean it's the end of the world, but we got to move that section somewhere else within your schedule. Let's talk about the five most important parts of a buyer's agent schedule. Number one, and this is where I get the most resistance, and I want every single one of you guys to look at your business and tell me, what does this look like within my business? How am I achieving this specific goal? Number one is practice, right? In order to become the best, we have to put in our practice. So we should have a minimum of 30 minutes in our day. When does this happen for me? It happens usually first thing in the morning. Whether it's 7.30 or 8 o'clock, I am going to be diving on some type of role play call. Now, for all of you, it might not be role play. Sometimes practice might come into you chanting your scripts, because I'll tell you here at Glover U, we know one of the best ways to internalize things is repetition. So you might be spending a little of your time going through and chanting those scripts through. Or maybe you're putting some time in and you're watching YouTube videos about lead conversion or you're learning scripts that way. Or maybe you're listening to some of these great podcasts out there that start to teach skills. And we have our own podcast. Take a look at it. It will literally teach you skills as you select the episodes that are based on those things. So first piece every day, 30 minutes of practice. It absolutely has to happen. Second piece. Okay, guys, this is the one that I'm also facing too much resistance on. We need to have outbound lead generation. It has to be built into our schedule. There needs to be a minimum of 60 to 90 minutes built into that schedule. Now, for my agents watching, I'm sure not on this webinar, but other people out there might be going, hey, Nick, I've got some leads coming in. I've got you know these internet things. I've got this going on. That's great, but that's not proactive outbound lead generation. This is a time where we wanna reach out and talk to strangers on a regular basis. The more we get that done, now, again, maybe it's not strangers, maybe it's coming from our SOI, maybe we're going back to those old leads that we've talked to, but we want to make sure that we're having those conversations on a regular basis, and we're going ahead and we're feeding that into our pipeline so that we have more opportunities as we move forward. Uh, now, I will say this too, when we start to get into our daily contacts today, we know that it takes more than it did six months ago, eight months ago, 12 months ago. So ideally, I would love to see everybody out there add 20% to their contacts if they wanna have more qualified leads that are ready to buy. What do I mean by that 20%? So think about this for a minute. If you're at 10, we're only talking about going to 12 in a day. 
how much more time does it take us to get two more contacts in in that time in the morning? If you're already at 20, you're only talking about 24. If you're at five to seven, we're talking about six to eight moving up. So if we start to make that a part of our schedule, a part of our routine right away, we're going to be in much better shape as we move forward in this type of market. Lead generation has to be built in. It's an important part. Okay. Beyond that, as we start to look at lead generation, the next piece of it we need in our schedule is some strong time for lead follow-up. Now, I'm going to tell you for lead follow-up, we only need, though, 15 to 20 minutes. Why? Because we have to have a strong definition of what is a lead to us. And if they're not a lead, then they need to be in that time where we're doing lead gen versus lead follow-up. So, Nick, how do I differentiate what's a lead and what's not a lead? Well, there's three things that I want you to have a firm understanding of anybody who you are going to consider a lead. Number one, I want you to have a good understanding of their motivation. What's causing them to move? What is the catalyst? What is the thing that got them thinking and is driving the idea of making this change? The second piece that I want you guys to know when they make it into the lead follow-up folder, we need to understand their ability. Now, ability, all of us a lot of times come back into, are they pre-approved? And yes, that's important. That is 100% a piece of the ability. But there's more to ability than just, are we pre-approved? We're also looking at, are they in some kind of lease that they might have to break or could that affect their decision? Beyond that, do they have their down payment money? Do they have their closing costs? If you're in a competitive market like mine, how much money have they saved for the appraisal guarantee if we're going to end up in that situation as we're competing to win offers? So right out of the gate, those are all pieces of ability that we want to have an understanding of as we move them into that lead follow-up category. And last but not least, as we start to dive into that timeline. When do they want to be into a home buy? And a lot of us go ahead and create our definition of a lead based on that timeline. So we want to have a firm understanding of what that's going to be. Quick little spoiler alert for those of you guys out there watching, the higher your goal, the lower that timeline should be in what you consider a lead. So an agent who wants to put together 18 or 24 buyer deals might have a little bit longer definition of timeline versus an agent that's on track to do 50 or 100 at that phase. So we have to make sure that we have a good firm understanding of that timeline. Okay, next, the fourth piece of what needs to happen in our schedules. We need to have a maximum. Now, keep in mind, I talked about a minimum on our last few. Here's our maximum a maximum of 30 minutes being put into our social media on a regular basis. Why is 30 minutes our max? Because we don't want to fall into that rabbit hole of time wasting that social media can be. Now, for those of you who want to, because I'm going to go ahead and lay out just some basics. If you want to take this to the next level, go to GloverU.com, take a look at the social media guide. When it comes to breaking down how to post the formula for engagement, so many of these things are gone into. We could spend 45 minutes talking about social media, but because I only have about four to five, I want to give you some of the basics that we can do every single day. But if you want to go further on this, if you want to be great at it, definitely download that social media guide, gloveru.com. Okay, when we're talking about the basics, here's the minimum that I need to see from all of you guys 
as we go into social media on a daily basis. Number one, we've got to post. And again, I won't spend a time. If you want to learn more about how to post, what to post, themes, it's totally available. But every single day, we've got to go ahead. We've got to put one of those posts up. Once we get to that, we've got to go even further than just posting, and we've got to add new friends. If you're not at 5,000 friends, Jeff said this to me a long time ago, it's 100% true. You need to be on that race to build your audience. Get to 5,000 as much as we can. How do we pick and choose? Well, number one, for me, I'll tell you how I do it. I'm looking for people who have friends in common and especially through the school for me or my kids play baseball. That's another place. If you're on one of the Facebook groups for baseball for 10 and 12 year olds, I'm going to definitely look to add friends that way. Are you involved in gardening? Are you involved in baking? Are you involved in sports? Whatever it is, look for friends in common in those groups. Look for friends in common in your neighborhood groups and look to grow your influence that way. Next, as I go through the things we got to do every day, we've got to make sure that we're liking and that we're commenting on five of our friends' posts. Why? It's going to help our engagement. So more people are going to see the posts that we put out there. So making sure that we're liking and commenting, another big piece of it, obviously we want to look for positive things to comment on. Anytime we can make people feel important, it's going to take us to that next level. It's going to be super important. Last but not least, as a minimum, we should be posting one video every single week when it comes to social media. Some of the easiest ones for us to jump in are the short form video, keeping it under 60 seconds. If you're not comfortable, you're not ready to be on camera yet, I can totally understand that, then start with your showing, start with inventory, start with things in the business that are gonna show your audience that you're working every single day in real estate and you are involved all the time in all things real estate. It's going to be a huge push. Okay. Last but not least, one of the most important out there is database. Every single day, we should be having at least 30 minutes involved in growing, building, and communicating with our database. What are a couple of things that we can do in that time? Number one, we're going to add new people to the database, right? Because we want to grow that audience. We know that the biggest lead source in real estate is typically sphere of influence. Let's put our time, let's put our energy into adding people into that. Next thing we can do is we can make sure that people are receiving that automated communication on a regular basis. Coaching agents for the last several years, one of the biggest things that I've noticed is that a lot of us have CRMs but they might not be up and operating at the peak level that they can. Look at getting that automated communication going so that your friends, your family, your clients can hear from you and get value from you on a regular basis. And one more thing that I wanna add into that database time. This is a great time for us to be looking to add value and plan our client events. Getting together with SOI is a huge one. And obviously, this is one that puts us to have a great time, but it also goes ahead and lets us connect with people, learn more about what's happening as we get in these conversations at the events. And of course, it oftentimes lead to leads to referrals or for people to just reach out because the time is there, the motivation makes sense, and they're ready to make that move. Events are awesome, and they're a great reason to call your sphere of influence without asking them for something, but instead offering them something. Hey, it's Nick. I was just going to have this wonderful client picnic. We've got a bounce house. We've got food. We've got all kinds of things happen at the park. I hope you guys are going to come join me. Fantastic. I got to have a touch without even having to ask for something. So a couple of things right there as we look at creating a strong morning schedule. 
Now, we've generated some buyers using the schedule. We've got them going. How do we win in one of the most competitive environments out there? This is an important question. And so there's a couple of things that I want to touch on as we look at that. Number one, I want to touch on our process as we write offers. And I want to touch base on our buying power checklist. Now, if you don't have one or if you're not familiar with what a buying power checklist is, I'm going to kind of go over it with you guys a little bit right now and talk about the things that typically are going to win in competitive markets. Let me say this though, as agents, we don't want the buying power to checklist to come out right now at the very end as they're about to go ahead and write the offer. In a perfect world, I wanna be having this conversation from the very beginning of our relationship with these buyers. And the buyer consultation is a great way for us to be able to do that. So the first place we should be introducing them to the buying power checklist should be at the very beginning. And if you follow what we talk about buyer consultations, they can happen in a couple of different places, but whether it is at the home, whether it is at your office, or whether it is at someplace local to where they're looking, maybe it's a Starbucks, maybe it's a Panera Bread, someplace great that you can sit down across the table, maybe have some Wi-Fi, and start to go through this conversation with them, this is the time that we want to start introducing the concept of the buying power checklist. What is it specifically? It's a list of things that help to make our offer the strongest. And as buyer's agents, hopefully we have put together this list in advance into a document that we can share. That way we can go over it with them at the time. So let's talk about a couple of the important things that are going to be on that buying power checklist. Number one, as we go through this, we want to make a strong offer. An offer over list price is going to be one of the keys. What are sellers looking for quite often? They're looking for the highest net. So this is one of the places that I want to be in the position to start and talk about that. Now, obviously, we know cash is king. If your buyer has the ability to pay cash, when we are in competition, when we are against other offers, it's going to help to put us in a great position because so often we are eliminating the concern of appraisal. We are eliminating the concern of job loss, all those different types of things. So number one, we're definitely talking about paying cash. As we talk about the next stage, we're talking about offering over or even maybe using escalation clauses at this stage to help put us ahead of the competition when it comes to the buying power checklist. Next on the list, and I would say this is equally as important, especially when cash is not on the table, we want to start taking a look at appraisal guarantees.
dollar appraisal guarantee. And he said, hey, Nick, it seems like so much money. So yeah, I can agree, but we know that this is about four months of appreciation in your neighborhood. Are you willing to give up four months to get the house that you love? And he did love the house. It was redone. It was the right location. It was the right layout. It was a beautiful home. And so often with these buyers, the answer comes into yes. If I can get the one I want, I'd be happy to give up a few months of that appreciation. And that's the conversation I'm having when we start to talk about the appraisal guarantee. As long as we are moving up at that stage, we know that we are going to be in a good position uh, going forward in those homes. Okay, the next one on the list that I wanna dive into is free occupancy. It's a great incentive, right? A lot of times those sellers might need some extra time to make the move themselves and they get stressed out when there is a fee that attaches to it. So if we can give them the occupancy they need and we're not charging a fee for it, we are absolutely going to incentivize that offer to the seller. Next on my list is a large EMD. The higher that we put into that EMD, a lot of times the more security that that seller is going to see, especially if we're up against competition. So we wanna make sure that we can put together. Now, one of the conversations that I wanna have with my buyer just the same is please understand that we know that EMD is going to be credited towards your final cost at the end. So in essence, we're not really paying more at the stage. We're just putting more of that money up front to make our offer look even stronger to that seller as they're making comparisons. Definitely an important piece. Shortening up timelines is another one out there. Whether it is that timeline for closing, whether it's that timeline for inspection, the more we can shorten our timelines, the stronger we're going to be making our offer in that situation. And that's for inspections, that's for appraisals, that's for closing, that's for everything. Absolutely, 100%. Anything that we can shorten up, we're going to be in a much better position because why? They're going to see that more as higher security on the sell side. And so often, many sellers, do they want the best price? Yes, but they don't want a flimsy offer too. So the more we can shore these things up, the better and stronger our offers are going to be perceived in that process. Uh, next conventional loan versus FHA, if we are in that mortgage and we are looking at conventional, and I will put all the government loans together, without a doubt, we're going to be a little bit stronger on the conventional side. Why? Because so often there's not the repair component that goes with the appraisal on a conventional loan versus so many of our government loans, whether it's FHA, whether it's VA, whether it's rural development, every one of those appraisals has a repair component. This takes that completely out of the equation. Next, going all the way to a fully underwritten pre-approval. What do I mean by that? Well, we all know that there's the pre-qualification and the pre-approval. And the big difference between the two is the pre-qualification is based on a conversation and typically a credit report. And the pre-approval is based on turned in tax documents. The bank statements are in. They've gone through the full process on the buy side to ensure that they are a strong buyer with the proper documentation. The further we go in prepping our buyers to be ready to buy, the more our offers are going to be considered by sellers. So that to me is a huge one going all the way through as far as we can in the underwriting process. Next, if you have a city inspection or repairs in your area, we want to go ahead and assume those repairs. 
That way we know that the seller is not going to have to worry about those small petty things. And it's one more thing the buyer can take on and strengthen that offer as we go forward. Okay, so those are some of our basics as we talk about the buying power checklist. But also, I'm going to give you just a couple out-of-the-box ideas. Here are a few things. If we want to go above and beyond, if we want to just stand out a little bit, there is a couple of different ways that we can do it. Number one, one of the ways to really show we're motivated, looking at setting up that inspection. If there is one, get it set up right away. That way they know that you're serious, you're not gonna drag your feet and we're pushing forward. Now, here's the thing. If we don't win it, we can always cancel with a simple call, but it shows them how motivated we are to move on to the next step. Uh, the other thing we could look at doing, we could pay the seller's transfer tax. Every dollar that we help to net them more, it's going to make our offer just that much stronger. And when we're in a situation where we might be running up against the top of the appraisal, an easy way to help with that is to pay the transfer tax or pay any of the fees the seller might be incurring through the sale so it can put us in a little bit better position to give value as we go forward with that. A couple other things we could do is we could do a per diem if we didn't hit our closing date. We're three days late. We're paying $50, $100 a day more to show them how serious we are about hitting those dates. So just a couple little out-of-the-box ideas that will put us in that strong position to be able to win and go forward when we're in competition couple more things I want to touch base on, right? That's the buying power checklist. It's super important. But I want yeah, to talk anyone, to by the way, anyone could create their own. Uh, we're yes. building them next week during the retreat. We're going to help agents build their own because every market's different. What's customary in one market might be different in another one. Uh, but also in your program, I know you spend a session on building your own buying power checklist. And what, what, I, what I would say on that is, um, you know, if you wanted to just do a preliminary one in the meantime, before you build one with Nick in the program, you can just drop in the Facebook group of your real estate office. What's the craziest thing you've seen in offers from buyers today? Or what are some things you're seeing on the sell side of the listing agent that are being submitted on your listings? And have everyone comment with, with what they're seeing in offers. You can take a lot of the stuff just from that and start to build your own buying power checklist because you have stuff that you've used, but you want to hear stuff that other agents are doing. You want to hear what your competitors are doing to get offers accepted. We had a great mastermind last week here in Detroit, and I had everyone sharing all the stuff they're doing to get offers accepted. Now, the good news is that mastermind, you know, was only 40 or 50 people. So it's not like they're going out and, and you know, creating a bunch of competition because there's thousands of agents in our market. But what's nice about that is we even added some stuff to our list of things to do to get offers accepted. And we're going to be sharing those uh, at next week's retreat for those that are joining us for that. And if you are in Nick's program, he helps you build your own buying power checklist because you could use ours, but half the stuff on ours might not be customary to your market. I'd rather you create your own that's based on your market and that will be proven in your market. Absolutely. And one of the key things is this, right, is what is working in your market and educating our buyers locally on what is the best practice. Some of you are in markets that are declining. Some of you are in markets where the buyer can even be more aggressive. And that's the, the funny thing about the country right now is there's really two different markets depending on location and obviously different strategies. However, if we're the only one out there, the truth is we don't need as much strategy in a declining market as we do when we're up against competition. 
However, the one thing we should be doing no matter what is some of the best practices when it comes to writing our offer. And I'm going to tell you, there's a couple that I just want to dive into real quick before we start to wrap up. And I want to start with the first one. The first one is starting to do our research on the actual property itself. We want to start to take a look. We want to pull a history. We want to gather as much information. And then from there, reach out and call that listing agent and ask this question. Mr. Listing Agent, other than price, what is the most important thing for your sellers about the offer that they're going to accept? The more we can obviously speculate on what we think is going to be important, but one of the best ways to do it is to go right to the source and learn what do they find value in. The other thing I want to say is for those of us that are out there and we're just writing offers and emailing them to buyers, you are truly missing the opportunity to communicate and to learn where your buyers are thinking. In a perfect world, I would love to get face-to-face -to, -face to write our offers, especially the first few offers as we get into this process. But even if that's not possible, jump on a Zoom call with your buyers and go over the contracts and have those conversations. When we just write a contract and send it through the email, we are missing our ability to communicate through that process. And I don't know about you guys, but I can tell you locally here, our purchase agreement seven pages with about 10 different paragraphs per page. Could some of that require a little explanation to someone who's only doing it the first time? Yes, jump in and have those conversations. That guidance, right? We went through those numbers in the beginning. 86% are finding us a useful resource. So be that resource for them. So a couple of things we did. Number one, we got face-to-face. -face. We started having those conversations with the buyer. Number two, we want to reach out to the listing agent. We want to understand what's important with the seller. Here's the other thing I'm going to ask, and I might not get it every single time from the listing agent. Hey, Mr. Listing Agent, how many other offers do you have? Hey, Nick, I've got three offers in my last one. Hey, Nick, we've got 28 offers. Great. Now, if there's just a few, hey, are a lot of them over full price? I might not get an answer to that question, but I'm better off to ask and then do my best to bring that information to my buyer. And if I didn't get it, I'm in the same exact position I was just a moment ago. So make sure we're reaching out. Make sure we're having that conversation. Make sure we are looking for not just what we perceive, but what the seller is willing to tell us is most important for them. And we are going to, without a doubt, win more offers that way over and over again. So what's the set? Can you repeat that that question again? I know you said it once, but just repeat it sure. one more time. So well, the one thing I'm going to do, I'm going to call up and I want to have this conversation. Guys, I, I understand that people are busy today. Do not call and just leave it as a message. It's so important for us to have this as a direct conversation with the listing agent. So if no. Jeff had a home listed, I'm going to write an offer. I'm going to call <clears throat> Jeff up. I'm going to say, hey, Jeff, other than price, what is the most important thing for your seller about the offer that they're going to accept on this house? Mm -hmm. And a lot of times they will tell us more than they need to tell us. So I'm going to ask that question and I'm going to sit back and listen and try to ask questions based on anything. When we're in rapport and they're giving us that feedback, I want to ask questions based on those because oftentimes they'll unpack and they'll start to tell me the whole story. When yeah. I know the seller's story, my buyer's in a better space to win. Love it. Makes sense.
So those are some of the big important things. I want to make sure that we are focused as buyer's agents on what it takes to win today. And there's no question that when we boil it down, the agents that are winning the most are the agents that are communicating the best, whether it's communicating with the buyers or communicating with the cooperative agents out there. The communication piece of your business will, without a doubt, increase your results as we go forward. Now, Nick, when we, uh, you know, when we were looking at uh, the different sectors of business that we wanted to help agents see success, you know, we looked at what are the struggles. And so, of course, out of that was born, you know, prospecting. A lot of agents are, are not strong at prospecting or generating leads. So we created a solution, Prospecting Bootcamp. Well, then what we discovered from there is that once agents generated appointments, um, we've discovered that they weren't great at converting them. They could, you know, we had agents that were generating appointments and, and setting, generating leads and setting appointments, but not necessarily great at going out and getting a signature. So then we created Listing Mastery. Well, then what we recognize is that we took for granted the level of skill that it takes to be a great buyer's agent because there are several great buyer's agents out there today that are working their tail off. I mean, they're, they're putting in 60, 70, 80 hours a week sometimes. And I think this industry takes for granted, the you know, they look at the buy side as easier. So we don't need coaching on that. We don't need training on that. But if you want to be a great listing agent, you got to do A, B, C, D, E. Well, what I love about your particular program, and it was formerly known as Buyer Mastery, and we changed it to Buyer Business Accelerator, is there's a lot of agents out there running around town, writing offers, uh, having some success with buyers, but it's not really organized. It's just when leads come in, they go show houses and they write offers until they get accepted. And that's pretty much it. We actually created a system of how to make a decision. Okay, how many buyers did you close last year? I had 18 sales from buyers. Great, good for you. Where do you want to go next year? I want to close 30 buyers. There's actually a system from someone that wants to get to a number. You tell us the number, 24, 36, 48, whatever it is, whatever it is. And then here's the business plan for it. So you put together and collectively with us, we put together a 16-week program on how to not just be a better buyer's agent. Because I think we hear that term and we think, well, it's just easy to work with buyers. You know, it's just easy to be a buyer's agent. And oh my gosh, sure, you might have some success with buyers, but most agents that I meet today that have success with buyers are working 50, 60, 70 hours a week. Yeah. So you created a way to where people can have success with buyers and without necessarily increasing the amount of time they spend working. You've figured out how you can actually show less homes to buyers and get more offers accepted. And so tell us a little bit about your program. Well, Jeff, that's so important. Thank you for bringing that up. Well, and again, you, I want to just bring this up because these numbers, if you were at a retreat last year, you heard this 38 and a half hours on the average buyer transaction. So we know how important efficiency can be when it comes to that specifically. It's super important. Here's a couple of reasons why this program is really going to help agents change what they're doing, bring that efficiency in and make more money with buyers. Number one, it's going to go through every single one of the buyer systems start to finish, right? And, and we, we talked a little bit about the basics of the schedule today, but yet there's so many other aspects that go along with buyer business. We in the program are going to spend time on really defining a lead and making sure that we know what is a lead and wasn't what isn't within our own system. 
Beyond that, we actually have made a change and now we have two full days that are going to be dedicated to buyer lead gen and getting those different sources. For me, one of the biggest game changers, Jeff, when I met you, you told me, Nick, you need a minimum of three pillars of lead generation within your business. And I took that seriously and it's a big game changer. And when I talk to so many buyers agents out there, they might be at one really strong one and one normal one, they're missing those third. That's a huge one, right? So we're gonna teach you how to generate leads from a minimum of three sources we're going to spend two days on it obviously so you share all of all of our you share all of our buyer business sources where all of our buyer business comes from and you also you don't just teach how to do the outbound prospecting you teach the follow-up to get more 100%. people to say yes because can you believe today nick people think that having success with buyer leads means setting buyers up on a drip, drip campaign and then they'll come back to you. It's a little bit more than that. Would you it's agree with that? Exactly it. And that's, hey, listen, that's step one. Do you want the other eight steps that are going to go with it? Join the program because we're going to teach you start to finish what to do with it. So that piece of it's super important. Beyond that, we're going to talk about one of the most important things in the marketplace today for buyers. Why are so many buyer's agents burnt out out there? I'll tell you why. Because they're not qualifying their leads in a strong way. We're going to spend an entire class to class and a half simply talking about qualification to make sure that when we are in the car, when we're out there showing homes and we're out there opening doors, that we have people that are serious with us instead of just showing everybody. Because I will say this, before I met Jeff, that was how I did it. I went and showed everybody. It was accuracy yeah. by volume and my business suffered, my personal life suffered because of it. So bringing that qualification in makes a huge difference. Even beyond that, we're going to talk about the buyer consultation and why it's important, how we use it to set expectations and put that buyer in the very best position in order to go ahead and win. From there, we're going to even dive into the offer consultation. Because why would we have a whole buyer consultation and then not consult at the most important time? If you're an agent out there and you're writing 10, 12 offers and you're not getting them, there's a great chance this is the missing component in your business. The offer yeah. consultation can help you be more efficient and write stronger offers and get more accepted. So to me, that's a huge one. Yeah. Beyond that, so, go ahead. No, I was going to say, so agents get to spend 16 weeks with you live. So it's group coaching. There's accountability built in because I know you assign homework Yep. Um, and it's, it's a 45 minute live zoom, but you also open it up at the end for 10 minutes of Q and a, which is great. Cause you know, people then can ask questions. And I know we also cap the level of attendees. I think we cap it at 25 or 30 or something like that yeah. so that people can interact and ask questions and engage. Right. And that's, you know, an important, I, I think it's an important benefit because you actually get to engage with your group coach who absolutely, you know, if you haven't heard by now is, 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 you know, one of the top in the nation as it relates to working with buyers. Not only that, but we also have a Facebook group for Buyer Business Accelerator. So if you have something going on in your business during the week and you're not able, or maybe you need an, an answer before the next class, you need an, an answer before the next class, this is a place where you can not only hear from me, but all of the other people who have been through this road and are dealing with a lot of the same things that you are in their business. So it's a great place to crowdsource ideas and help to get uh, different things that can develop and grow the business.
Yeah. And speaking of buying power checklist, I see everyone kind of going back and forth in your Facebook group about different things they're doing to get offers accepted right now. So the value of the Facebook group alone, and that's a private Facebook group just for current and past attendees is, is there. So if they want to join, text the word buyer to five, five, four, four, four. If you're in Canada, just go to glovery.com and, and you can see the, the programs under the, the drop down tabs. If you're not in Canada, text the word buyer to 55444. That'll give you all the information. There's no obligation to join. The next group starts Monday, July the 17th. And although that might seem like a ways away, I guess that's a month away. Because we have our retreat next week, there's a lot of people that are going to sign up for Buyer Business Accelerator during that retreat. I would not wait until you know July 1st or July 10th or whatever to join because once it hits a certain level, we sell it out because we don't want it to be too overcrowded. So again, text the word buyer to 55444 to get all the information on the program. And if you're in this session and maybe you're you're on a team and you're not in charge of making those decisions, have your lead agent do that so they can review it and make a decision to put you in the program. Or if you're a broker owner or a leader of a company, this is, I mean, Nick, I know a lot of the agents that go through your program are not just solo agents, but a lot of them are you know, agents that are joining teams and they're using, we have teams around the country that use this as their training platform to help agents have a better buyer business, right? 100%. And if you're a team leader out there watching this and you're thinking, oh man, I, I don't want to spend that money. Keep in mind, you're going to see a higher rate of return on those leads you're already spending your money on. So yeah. this to me is a no brainer. If you're a team leader and you have an ad spend for leads, you want your agents converting at the highest level. That's a hundred percent a piece of what this class is going to teach, but you're going to get way more than that. You're also going to get agents that know how to work a schedule, know how to lead gen. So everything that you do isn't just paying for those leads. It's helping them go out, find some new leads and grow their business themselves as well. There's so much efficiency. There's so much your agents are going to get for it. If you're a team leader out there. Yeah. It's three ninety nine a month for four months. So I don't know, that works out to like 1600 bucks. I'm pretty sure one quarter of Girl, one, one deal, deal. <laughs> will we'll pay for that. Uh, sounds good. So Nick, uh, you've been hearing me talk about, you know, the retreat, the retreat, the retreat. This is the last time I'll get to share about the retreat. It starts a week from today. And I know you guys are thinking, Jeff, it's a week away. No way am I going to be able to pull this off a week away. Well, there's a reason why top producers go to conferences. And if you have no idea what we're talking about, I'm going to have the marketing team behind the scenes pull up a video to share with you what we're going to be doing next week. I would encourage you to write these three letters down if you're not driving distance to the state of Michigan. T is in Traverse, uh, V is in Victory, C is in City, TVC. That's the airport code to come join us next week. Check out flights, see how much they are. You will be surrounded by agents that work with buyers, agents that work with sellers, agents that want to get better at marketing, agents that are succeeding with marketing, agents that want to be better at prospecting, close to 1,000 agents, brokers, team leaders from around North America can't be wrong. And this is your last chance to join us. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, check it out. When we come back, I got a couple quick announcements and then I'll send you on your way. Check it out. Here's what we're going to be doing in Traverse City next week. The housing, the housing market is crashing. The interest rates are pricing most people out of the market. We've seen rapid rate hikes, not just rate hikes on mortgage rates. They've been rapid rate hikes. Sales dropped 7.7% to the slowest pace since 2010, and that was during the foreclosure crisis. 
going to close out the year. We're going to see the mortgage rate surging again. I don't know what kind of shadow that's going to cast. We're going to start to head into the spring selling season here pretty soon with a pretty grim picture. It's time to flip the switch. Enough great things about this event, all of the Glover U events, and of course, um, the coaching program. Unbelievable. It doesn't matter where you came from, it doesn't matter what your production is, or even how many homes you've sold in the past. I've been to many conferences throughout my 12 year career, and this is one of the best I've ever attended. Not only are they coaching it, but these guys are doing it. This is the place to be to continue your education in real estate and further your business towards success. While our competition is sitting at home, reliving the same day they lived yesterday, we're doing something we've never done because we want something we've never had. It's a challenge and an opportunity. It's the pressure that forces us to grow. We don't fail, we learn. We're on the path to becoming the unstoppable force to which there is no immovable object. We're chasing our unreal life and we're not stopping until we get it. Starting right now, we flip the switch. Hi, it's Ed Milad, and I am so excited. Actually, I'm honored to be a part of the Live Unreal event coming this June, and I hope that you will join me there. I can't wait to meet everybody, and I'm bringing a message I'm really excited to share with all of you. It's going to be a spectacular experience, and I can't wait to share with all of you that join. So we'll see you there soon. Max out. Every time. I get so fired up when I see that video. Every time. Man, I can't wait. We're one week away. It starts next week at this time. If you think you might want to join us, go check flights. Code is TVC. There we go, Tammy. You're five minutes down the road. That's great. We're going to give everyone 100 bucks off today. You're going to use the code NICK100. All right. So the website to join us is gloveru.com forward slash retreat. The code to get 100 bucks off your ticket is NICK100. N I C K, the number 100. There you go. It's right in the chat. We had some rooms open up this morning at the resort. This resort is normally four or $500 a night. Our room rate is 249 There were some rooms that opened up this morning. Go grab them before they're gone. Go book your flight. This is your last call. I won't get to say this again. We'll see you in Traverse City next week, or we'll see you in Buyer's Business Accelerator. Either way, we won't let you down. Thanks so much for joining us during the summer webinar series. Again, you can check out the other ones if you missed them at gloveryou.com forward slash webinar. And if we don't see you in Buyer Business Accelerated, we'll see you next week in Traverse City. Make it a great one, everybody. See you later. Thank you, guys. Thank you for taking time to join Jeff and Nick today on the Live Unreal with Glover You podcast. To get started on having an unreal business, take the real estate self-assessment. After you complete the assessment, a member of Glover You will get on a call with you to create an action plan to improve your score. Go to www.gloveru.com forward slash self. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe. Search for Live Unreal with Glover U on iTunes, Podbean, or Spotify and subscribe today. Until next time.